anticipations already off the rails and we hadn't even started yet. Afternoon, if you're listening to us digitally, then you're getting this show. If you're on any other format, it ain't happening. If you were in our parking lot right now, that better. How about if I turn your mic on first? So I'm talking without a mic. You were talking without a mic. I'm working without a headset. People just come in here and take stuff out. We're not on the radio. We got a equipment issue on the radio part of this. So yeah, it's not like we need it tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we got our biggest telecast of late uh, on tomorrow. Uh, I talked to Keith on the way in this afternoon. Well, that's good. He's uh, a little twitchy right now. I would think so. If his radio <laughs> signal's not on there, I think he'd be a little. Maybe it was the uh, the noise from last night's. Oh. volleyball game that blew the whole thing that could have been it that, that very well could have done it yeah i uh, i started to go over there last night i actually pulled up to the corner of uh, what is that 40th street that runs down through the park and uh there in front of the uh, john thomas theater last night okay. and uh we're we calling that the john thomas borowitz theater no, John no, Thomas. He John used Thomas. to be the uh, theater teacher. No, I get it. I'm just years. figuring we're putting Borowitz on everything. No, here. no, we don't put Borowitz on everything. Oh, he's on just, everything over there it's now. It's just a matter of time. But anyway, <laughs> we are. Uh, I'm pulling up last night. I'm looking at it. I'm yeah. surveying it. I text you. I says, "Is this as full inside it is out here?" He oh, says, easy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He said it's packed. Now, I think part of that was because the Carthage fans are still there. Because when I I went over to game day later. To check it out, and it wasn't as packed as the pitcher Shooty had sent me uh, around. I don't know, eight o'clock last night or seven thirty. That's probably seven thirty. Yeah, the Carthage guys are still there. Yeah, well, they're not guys; they're girls. Well, the it's fans a, it's are a volleyball. The, the Carthage people. Yes, they're. Yes. I mean, the girls are on a bus. They're leaving with a bus. The, the <laughs> fans, the dads, the moms are, yeah, are in the car. Yeah. yeah, but it was a it was a full gym at that time. Yeah, as Shooty said, it's it's not standing room only. It's just standing room. <laughs> You got you got people packed in there, shoehorned in there last night. So uh, I, I watched some of it over on game day yeah. later in the evening yeah. because I don't have a transistor radio anymore. And I a transistor how, radio. Well, what do you it listen to? It just can't be tonight? a radio. It's got to be listen? a transistor radio. What do you listen to the radio in your house with? My phone. I'll put it on my phone. The apps are out there. I can listen to it on my phone. It's an amazing thing. We've got this whole radio, Texarkana Radio we Center app. about that last night. Where did I have that app? We, we've got a whole Texarkana Radio Center app. You can click right there on the fan last night and have heard Keith Schutte and Pat Daniels doing volleyball. Well, I'm looking to see about that. Oh, my God. What's it look like? What's the app logo look like? I, <laughs> Jesus. It just says Texarkana Radio Center. Well, I see it right there. Yeah. It's a T with some waves going yeah. out. Yeah, Texarkana Radio Center. I right could have just clicked on that. How many apps you got on your phone? I don't know, 20. 20. You can't find one in 20. Well, I don't use most of them. Like this Report IT, what is that? That's this, a school thing. What's this little bird Twitter thing? What is that? Ah, you don't need to worry about that. There's nothing but garbage on that. FaceTime. You ever use FaceTime? Stay off of that. Yeah. News, it's got an end there, it says news. Now, I'll tell you what I don't trust anymore. <laughs> this whole weather app thing I've got oh, yeah, it's is, all wrong. is useless. It's all wrong. I'm out in the pool today, and uh, the sun's out, and I'm looking on here, it's telling me it's cloudy. 
Well, I think there was some. You remember, it's not like the the spot you're standing in. It's the general area. There are clouds there. So when they say rain 50%, doesn't mean it's going to, there's a half a chance it's going to rain. It's in the area, 50% of the area is likely to get uh, rain. Does this phone not know where I'm at at all times? That phone probably does not. It's one of these fancy smartphones. And it's telling you Texarkana. The well, weather stay the, the weather. I guarantee you this phone's tracking me all the time. That's no, your wife. It's tracking well, whatever through that phone. This phone will yeah. tell people where I'm at. I just want to know where the weather is where I'm at. I don't care overall in the city. I want to know where the what the weather's going to be where I'm at. Were you outside? Yes. Were you looking up? Yes. Was it, was it raining? It was sunshine. Was it raining? And at the same time, this thing was telling me it's cloudy. Well, it didn't matter. You looked up and saw there wasn't any clouds. All then right. what good is this device? I told you what the temperature was. Because I'm sitting there going, am I going to get off the couch and clean this pool or not? <laughs> yeah, what did the phone say? Just shake it. It, was cloudy. it said it was cloudy. I thought, well, I don't want to go out there in the clouds. But then I looked outside and it was sunny. So I Wait, thought. I don't want to go out there in the clouds? Yeah. You're not out in the clouds. You're under the clouds. But it, the water's a little cooler when it's cloudy. And I can't see what a vacuum is well when it's not sunny i want to be able to see what i'm vacuuming you have true first world problems I do your problems defy uh, explanation either way uh for the folks out in the parking lot listening to us today or digi if you're digi if you're facebook i hope i started it if you're facebook <laughs> or it started it. how ironic would that be <laughs> our only <laughs> lifeline to the public yeah we forgot to turn that yeah, on we're just that. talking to ourselves today we're basically talking to ourselves, and they're going to pay us to talk it's to ourselves. daily uh, here. Well, it's, even, it's even more than usual today. Yeah, so either way. Anyway, uh, yes, amazing atmosphere seen yesterday, probably rivaling. Well, they you know, they tend to get together once a year and play, and it's almost always like that. Yes. That, 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 that tends to be an annual event, which is very cool. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about what's the last thing, probably the, the PGLE baseball uh, regional finals. Yes, that's what it looked ago. like. That, it that looked like what, that sort of scene. Yes. And all I can say is you people who think that Texas High, Arkansas High is the big rivalry, you are living in the past. Well, yeah. Most people that believe that are living in the past. They're living in the past. Yeah. The real rivalry now was over there last night. It's a volleyball game. Yeah. Can you imagine it had been a football game? Here it comes. Because I actually texted this out last night to somebody and said, just wait, because this is going to add fuel to the fire for Tony Kirk. No, it does. It just—it's so obvious that that would be the game that this community would go crazy for. Now, I, I know there's tradition. I know people love the idea that that other series has been played a hundred years. Yeah, you could play them both, but the game people really wants Texas High and PG. And last night, that gym was rocking. Sure it was. And the spirit was off the charts. The crowd was huge. But it may have, And that's volleyball, people. But it that's may have volleyball. been because that's the only time they get together, to be honest with you. Yeah. They, they don't play in basketball. Yeah. They don't play in baseball. They won't play in football. No. This is basically but it. But can you imagine if the time they got together was football? Would it be crazier than last night? Because yeah. last night was pretty crazy. Yeah, there would be so many more people there. Yeah, but see, the here, here in line, it's, it, it's going to always have to be a Texas high. You okay, can't, you can't play it at PG. There's, yeah, you can. No, you can't. There's not enough. There's not. Hello, enough. Chuck. 
There's they not had the stands. Carthage PG game there where people literally 20 cars parked in my front yard. I'm telling you, you it's, can it would people be in more. There. Yeah. It would be more. Yes, you my wouldn't, point exactly. You wouldn't have the seats. If PG you would, would have the seats. If PG would go in and, t- and, and expand the visitor side, seriously, or expand the visitor side. You've got side. that berm. You've got wait, all wait, wait, that wait. grass over there. you got plenty of room for people to sit. If it's sunny, if it's raining, you don't want people sitting on that berm. Well, if it's raining, people are going to show up anyway. Yeah, they will. I'm just telling yeah, you. Yeah, they will. I'm just telling you they would be fine. If that's your excuse. No, it's not an excuse. My, no, it's not an excuse. I'm saying it, it becomes a one-location thing. No, it doesn't. If, if It does. How many do they seat over at PG? 3,500? Whatever they max out, max the place out. That literally, you can put people all around that bowl if that's what you want to do. I'm telling you, if they'll expand the other side and make the visitor kind of like Pittsburgh did, and make it the home side, and you could put five to six thousand people in there, maybe that's a thing. And at least you've got it at both places. Otherwise, you're only playing it over at Grimm. Okay. Which What's I wrong with that? Well, in my mind, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not sitting on the PG sideline going, why don't we ever get this at our place? Well, you could have it at your place. You're just telling me that people don't want to sit on the grass. They'd rather sit on the concrete over a grim. I'm saying if it's raining out, nobody's going to sit in the grass. Well, that's always going to hurt the crowd if it's raining. That's that's a silly excuse to me. Well, it could possibly rain. It's not a silly excuse. You, we have events all the time where it I'm, could possibly I'm rain. I'm telling you. So, should we more stands. should we end the living Nanabo because every three or four years they have weather? I didn't say end it. It's at a place where it's big enough they can accommodate the people. Hawk Stadium, as much as you love it, is not big enough to but accommodate I'm just the saying, whole thing. You went to the first year of the Live United Bow. Well, sure. What happened? Dreadful. <laughs> so should you stop having the game because no. weather could affect the turnout? Did I say stop having the game or affect the turnout? You're I said, telling me people wouldn't show up because they have to sit on the grass. I'm saying the facilities. People line up to sit on the, the grass. The facilities are not large enough across They're town. They're not. But here's the deal. Here's the deal, Chuck. And you're right. It's fuel to the fire now. Um, two teams this week. Are going to travel. One's going to travel to Greenville to play a neutral site game. Yep. And one's going to play in Arlington in a neutral site game, yep. basically. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Now, I don't get it. If I have a choice of playing at AT&T, and you can tell me I can play there every year, because under your logic, that's where Texas High should play Frisco every year. That's not even close to my logic. Yeah, it is, because they can accommodate a bigger crowd, which we know now that – we found out that Arlington Martin is playing uh, Lake, Lake Travis. Travis. There's not going to be a walk-up crowd tomorrow night. At AT&T. AT&T. Probably not. There's going to be nothing but Texas High and Frisco Lone Star fans there. Okay. Because if you got a choice tomorrow night to go to Texas High or Frisco Lone Star or right across the parking lot, you've got – Lake Travis and Arlington Martin. I know where the walk-up crowd's going to go. It's going to the 6A matchup. No question. Yeah. No question. There's no question about that. I don't, I'm not I'm not even entertaining anything different. So you're going to have My a ball game tomorrow night in a 90% empty stadium. Right. Really cool stadium. That's Jerry's doing. That is yeah. not anybody here's doing. But you're going to drive two and a half hours there. Yeah. PG's going to drive two and a half hours or two hours two tomorrow hours. to go to Greenville. 
Which I don't get. Because that's what you have to do when you find a game. I don't get Greenville. Or they could have drove across town, one of them, and packed the place out. No question. Oh, I, I, I am not. I'm not arguing they shouldn't play. I'm arguing if I, if we're going to do it for real, then both sides' facilities need to be able to accommodate the people on both sides. They, they just do. They just do. I don't want to play this game at Paul Pewitt. It's too small. I, I mean, no offense to them. Why it's would you not, drive to Paul Pewitt when you drive across town? It's because your same argument of it doesn't matter if we get 50 people in there or 5,000. It should be enough to accommodate. That's why Texas High and Arkansas High worked. The stands handled both crowds without a problem at both places it doesn't at pleasant grove at the moment they may improve the size of the stands they may make it a venue that actually well, handles they're not that going to because they don't need to well they don't need to right now but if they want those kind of big games then they need more seats it's one of the flaws of what they did over there i love the stadium it just doesn't handle enough people well, any liberty Island going across uh, packs the thing out and you got you you got people that aren't able to, to be me accommodated. i would rather have an overflowing stadium than a half-empty stadium most weeks. Isn't th- doesn't that make more sense? Could the Grove handle more home fans? I think they're about right right now. I think they can handle more home fans. Now, I, th- I know they fussed over the last couple of years about the presence of game day they feel is taken away from the home crowd. But in reality, on, on years where it's not COVID, could they handle more on the home side? I think they could. If I was going to say the Grove made a mistake on building their stadium or the way they did it, I would say they didn't put enough seats with backs between the 35s. Yeah. Okay. They should have gone taller, put more seats with backs. Which is more people. I wouldn't have put more on the visitor side. See, that's a, it, it barely handles any on the visitor side. The, bigger, it, it, the more successful they get, the more people want to see the matchups. Whether you're in town as a as a school that doesn't have a home game this weekend and you want to go over there and watch them, or whether it's Carthage coming into town for a massive game, you cannot accommodate the visiting side at did. all right now. They did accommodate it. Okay. People had to sit on the grass. I've been to okay. I've been to Rose Stadium in Tyler multiple occasions when you field the berm. Okay. That doesn't mean you can't go to Rose Stadium anymore. I, I'm not saying it does. I'm saying it is too small for what potential matchups are there. You can always put more. You can put them on the rails. They can stand all the way around. I get all that. There's certainly standing So the only excuse crowds. you have for not playing that game is. I'm not is... saying it's an excuse. I'm saying if, if you want to have this thing happen for real, then both sides should be able to accommodate the fans that are going to be there for both sides. And not everybody wants to sit on the grass or stand at the fence. You want a seat. I want to sit on and watch the game. I want to sit not at the end zone view. I want to sit where I've got a seat that's seeing the the field like a TV view. I don't want to sit in the behind the end zone. Well, if you want a TV sit. view, you got <laughs> And you do. You're right. And you do. And that may be the solution. And we just forget about putting fans in the place and just put it on but, game day or put it wherever. But at a time when streaming is becoming so predominant, I think you'd be silly to invest in stands. Stands still bring in fans, and fans still bring in money. I agree, but I think more and more people, uh, I think there'll be people tomorrow uh, night who'll subscribe and watch it. Uh, hey, you're in the yard. What's, up? What's going on, Mr. Angel? I think your take on the stadium side is wrong. I'm with Tony. It's big enough. It's just fine. No, it's not. 
is. No, it's not. A thousand people is not enough, or whatever it holds. Twelve hundred, whatever it is. You're saying you said that the LE fans packed out the visitor side, but that was with the LE band taking up a third of the visitor side stands at minimum, if not more, with the drill team next to them. But that's the they reality can be on the ground. That's the reality no, of high they, school football. But the band can be on the ground, and those seats can be for people who want to sit there, and they, they didn't have anybody on the grass. There's still another half that size more on the grass to the left or towards the concession stand that nobody was on. So, no, the LE, stand, the LE fans did not pack the stadium out like they did for that Carthage game. Well, nothing was like the Carthage game. Nothing was like that. They haven't had any event over that was like the Carthage game. No, and I think the but Texas, Texas High would be. would be that size, or I think it would be that size or less. I'm not sure that many people would come if game day is going to cover it. <laughs> I disagree completely. I disagree. You got a bunch of folks that showed up for Carthage PG that are football fans that aren't necessarily Carthage. You bring Texas High PG together at PG, at that Texas High fans will be there in mass, just like they were when Arkansas High Texas High were playing. Yes, they would be. Okay. There. And you have standing room behind the stands too. They would bring four or five thousand people. <laughs> You're kidding yourself now. Are you kidding me? Texas High is going to bring four thousand people. They don't four thousand don't show up for a home game now. Mm, I think your Chris place Ross, nine. I think your Chris Rawson number now. I don't. <laughs> All right. They don't play you, terribly competitive district start? games, huh? Are you taking attendance at the home games, Chuck? I'm telling you. Are you doing? Are you doing the head count? All right, whatever. You tell me, four or five thousand people won't show up across town for that matchup. And how many showed up at that volleyball game last night? You tell me, four thousand or five thousand won't show up at the other from, from Texas High to go over to PG for a game. You're you, kidding yourself. You're if you not think looking that's not gonna happen. five total. Oh my gosh! All right. Okay. By the way, uh, Tyler Thomas points out. Uh, Texas High used to go over to L.A. play over there all the time. That's true. I don't remember them having to take folks away. And does it feel like – you you said this is the rivalry in town right now. These two yeah. right now, Texas High, Liberty Island that way? It wasn't a big deal back then yeah. for Texas High and L.A. to play? I don't think it was as big as what you're talking about for, for PG and, and Texas High right now. It just reinforces my point. Then there's not enough people. There's not enough stands. Stands shouldn't be well, the Well, at L.A., there's no berm to sit on. All right. You guys are right and I'm wrong. I'll just do that. <laughs> nobody will show up. There will be nobody at the game. It will be perfect. It will all be on TV or game day, and, and no one has to go. Well, if it's a PG home game, I'll be there. No, for God's sakes. <laughs> I'm taking a break. I'm already five minutes long. All right, Jordan, thanks for the call, bud. Bye. See you, buddy. I'm going to take a break. I'll see if I can find my actual headset since this is not them. If you're listening to it, it means you're digital, you're on Facebook. We got a radio broken piece. We're going to get it fixed tomorrow. In time for the Texas High game tomorrow night, by the way. That will be on the radio. So we'll make sure that that's working as well. Or Keith's just going to uh, yell real loud from inside Jerry's world. Party line. Party line. (laughs) Take a time out. 20 minutes after 5 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9.
With our RCU's mobile app, you can do your banking from the stands. Need to make a loan payment, transfer funds, or check your balance? It's all right at your fingertips with the RRCU mobile app. While you're there, check out Zogo, the new financial literacy tool that lets you earn rewards and get paid to learn. RRCU members and non-members have access to the Zogo platform at no cost. Download the RRCU app and begin your journey to financial freedom today. RRCU federally insured by NCUA. All right, welcome back. 25 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. We want to remind folks, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, about five, the attempted return of Brandon Lane is going to join us this afternoon. Head coach of the Redwater Dragons. Yes, sir. We tried it last week. His phone does not like ours. So we're going to see this week if our phone likes his. For a better receiver than a passer. Yes. We're hoping we can catch his call and get him on the air with us. Yes. By the way, do you want to give a, a wink to our sponsor since you got that twitching your eye? <laughs> Folks like Fast Signs, Party Factory, Anheuser High Tech Signs, High Tech Signs, Tushkin Game Day, Stewart Title. Give them a wink. I don't think they're all on there. Game Day's not on there. Factory is. You were the day. one who told me a while back, game day's come back home with us. Well, they're this, but they're not like, they're not a show sponsor specifically. 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 <laughs> There's Brandon Lane. Thank God. Let's see if we can get him on the air. I think the phones work. Coach Lane, is this you? Yeah, this is. Yes, oh, sir. thank goodness you're calling. The whole thing's falling apart, Coach. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I understand completely. You, you ever have a day like that where it like rains ten inches and you can't really get out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're having that right here in the studio today. No, nah, it'll be okay. Well, we appreciate we appreciate you calling. Certainly, we uh, apologize to folks that we didn't make it work last week. We got a phone issue somehow in this, but we've discovered in this relationship, sir, you are the uh, passer and we are the receiver. Yeah, well, you do a better job when you talk to us. So, well, there we go. It uh, works out. Well, uh, you getting ready? You got opening day coming up this uh, this Friday. Are you ready to start Friday. the season? Yes, Absolutely, man. Our kids have been working their tail off getting ready for it, so it'll be. Uh, very welcomed to be here Friday. Now, you guys are uh, Road Warriors Friday, right? You heading to Wascom? Yes, sir. We're going to go to Wascom, Texas and take on the state semifinalists. So. That's a good test. You guys jumped out of the gate last year, and uh, the whole the whole area was looking at you guys. 3-0 and Redwater. You had a couple of years before you got there of struggling to get to two, and you had three in three weeks. And then the competition got a little tougher. And, and and things kind of got grounded back down. How's that beneficial to your program this year? Uh, well, I think you know it showed that showed the kids that you can win games uh, first of all, and then it showed that there's still a lot more work to be done to win more games uh, to win win the games that matter in district. You know, we had you a couple weeks in last year and talked to you, and we, we kind of were fighting that whole thing of boy, I hope you know they're not necessarily believing we're done here yet at three and zero. Right. Yes, sir. No, we, we, we've talked about it all throughout off season, and uh, understanding we're proud for what those seniors were able to do. 
uh, last year, getting some winning going, winning a, a home game for the first time in their career. And uh, but trying to flip the script, three and seven is not what we're shooting for. Um, so we're trying to go the other direction, and so we scheduled that way. Let's start off as, as tough as we can find in the area and go from there. Now Chuck and I got to go uh, watch uh, Tatum. Uh, scrimmage uh, the other night against Liberty Ilo. Uh, they got some big kids and some fast kids. Uh, it's going to be a pretty good test early on. Well, you're thinking of Whitney's new team, not his old team. <laughs> you, no, you're thinking yeah, Tatum. Well, yeah. wow, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. I, I, I'm no. Whitney Keelan confusion yeah. here. Yeah. No, we all are. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I actually scheduled the game the day that Whitney – we scheduled the game that morning, and he went in and took the Tatum job that afternoon. So. <laughs> No, it's the same. It's the same offense. They brought back the defensive coordinator, Coach Pearson, uh, from when they won the back-to-back state championships a couple years ago. Uh, they're running the same offense, same defense, um, same kids. That they, the quarterback was a coach's kid. He left. The new staff brought in, and they got a coach's kid that's playing, playing quarterback, <laughs> reading it really well. So, uh, it's it's the same. You know, it's a it's a high test. Uh, they have high standards over there at Wascom, and you know we're going to get to go into that environment and, and see the state championship banners and, and plaques and all those things, and it's going to be a great exposure for our kids. It'll be a great environment. It's amazing how many times Coach gets a job and he's got a kid that can play quarterback. It's crazy how that works. Yeah, yeah they've been, <laughs> most of them have been around it their whole life. Yeah. They pick it up pretty good. <laughs> so now talk to us about, about you guys off-season. What's the program been like? Have you had the numbers this uh, this August that you were expecting or hoping for? Uh, we, have, we have a few more than we were expecting. Um, the, the numbers are we've got about six more kids in the football program than we had last year. Uh, we got a couple guys out of the basketball gym that uh, decided to join us, and then you just class differences, you know, big, bigger incoming class than we had graduate. But uh, offseason was awesome, man. It, it was everything that we asked of those kids. They did. They performed. Um, we body weights went up 18 to 35 pounds a kid. Wow. Uh, squats went up about 105 pounds per kid in the football program. So it, they worked their tails off uh, to have an opportunity to go compete at a higher level this year. Brandon Lane with us, the head coach over at Redwater. I, I'm assuming from listening to that, you were a big believer of guys being in the weight room all year long. I, I believe bigger, faster, stronger athletes win games in all sports. So that, that's our goal is to develop bigger, uh, faster, stronger kids. And they did that. Um, our, our big kids got bigger, our fast kids got faster, and all of our kids got stronger. So we'll find out here in a few weeks if it was big enough, fast enough, or strong enough uh, to compete with our with our district. But um, I'm very proud of what, what our kids have done. Now, since you've been out there, y'all did some improvements on the campus. Did any of that uh, trickle Absolutely. over to the that trickle over to the athletic department? Yes, sir. No, we. Uh, our school board just replaced our uh, press box. Is actually being installed, worked on this week. Uh, we got a new double-decker press box for uh, for everybody to look at. It's a nice, nice draw of the eye. They, they redid a bunch of parking areas that will impact the uh, football stadium, uh, the basketball gyms, all those things. And then we did, through fundraising efforts of our kids in our community, we did a complete remodel of locker rooms inside the gym facility, uh, specifically for our girls' athletics. Uh, expanded those areas because those numbers are growing as well uh, and just dressing things up you know giving our kids something proud uh, something to be proud of and and I, it matches our identity of who we are so now Redwater's a, a destination area I, I know people are moving in that direction 
you you mentioned you did some improvements to the school. Do you feel like all this is going to continue to increase these numbers, particularly at the elementary and middle school? Oh, absolutely. You know, we're blessed that Redwater is an A-rated district. We had the highest campus rating of all high schools uh, within the entire area. Redwater High School was the highest of a 95 um, within about a 100-mile radius that I know of. Um, so it's a great school district. It's a phenomenal community. Um, it is a bedroom-style community where people live there and work in town here, but uh, it is a phenomenal community full of great people that are committed to excellence, period. You know, whatever, if academic, athletic, um, fine arts, they want us to be successful. They want our kids to be successful. Uh, so they're investing in uh, the things necessary to build those programs to be successful. Coach, uh, you're getting ready for a first game. Have you got, you know, this is your second year over there. I asked Coach Allah this morning, when you get them on the bus, do you have a quiet bus on the way over, or do you let them listen to music? Is it? Do you dress in a certain attire? What's your method on a road trip? I think that varies with, with each different team. you got to find the personality of that group, of that team. Um, some teams I've been around uh, are best when they're really loose. Some teams I've been around are best when they're really quiet and calm and focused. Uh, so you just got to find the identity, and that's you know an early road game help will help us do that. Uh, we do we travel in a, in a uniform, and we travel uh, in our travel gear that we have for them, and um, it's pretty relaxed. And we get over there, and we'll, we'll walk through and talk, and we get there a little early, um, and then they're going to go play a game that they've been waiting for all week. And in this case, they've been waiting for for about ten months. You, you guys are rebranding a little bit this year. Uh, the folks over at AU Concepts uh, did some new helmet stuff for you. We've had them on with us before. They do great work. But talk to us a little bit about yes, the sir. thought about rebranding. Yes, uh, you know, Dr. Burns, our superintendent, um, has unified our image, uh, whether it's through the graphic logos that we have. You know, we redesigned the Dragon uh, this last year, and then she's uniformed the, the R logo and the Redwater script. And, uh, so we're going to tie that in. That's who we are as a school district and a community that we're going to represent. Uh, so we brought that in. But uh, Greg over at AU does a phenomenal job uh, for everybody that he works with throughout the nation. Yeah, we had him on a couple of years ago. He was just getting going then, and he has blown oh, up. Yeah. It's amazing what uh, what how many Absolutely. schools are, how many schools are looking for his talent. Right. No, he, he is he's the best in the business. It's more of who who's not using him now. I yeah. think that list is smaller. Yeah, you're not kidding. You open with Wascom. You've got Atlanta. Talk to us about the uh, decision making about setting up this uh, this pre district schedule you created. Oh uh, yeah, I, I believe in finding out who you are early and finding out where you need to improve on. Um, so we're going to go, like I said, playing Wascom. Uh, they're not a by district matchup. They are uh, arguably one of the top two or three schools in our classification in the region. Uh, so if we're looking at building a, a program driven towards playoff success, then we need to play those kind of kids uh, because our district is good. <laughs> our district's very good. DCAB, uh, DCAB's actually pitched to win our region this year. They're highly ranked. Pewitt's in the top 15 in the state. Um, the athletes that Hooks and New Boston have, uh, we need to see those kind of athletes early in the year. That's why we're playing Wascom. They're, they're arguably one of the most physical teams uh, in the classification. Um, that'll help prepare us for the decabs and Pewits and Chisholms. Uh, and then Atlanta, obviously, with all the history they have with track success, they have phenomenal team speed. 
Uh, and I know Coach Morton is doing a great job over there getting that thing going. It's, it's going to be a great test for us to, to have to see that kind of speed and physicality early will help prepare us for uh, the New Bostons and Hooks and Pewits and Decabs and Chisholms and Prairie Lands. So, um, just to prepare, you know, prepare us for those guys. Has uh, has the personnel you end up with this year caused any schematic changes for you guys, or did you feel comfortable with what you were doing last year and said that's just who we are and we're going to plug kids into there? <laughs> for uh, first time in about ten or eleven years, I don't have a tight end uh, on the field every snap just because we don't have that guy yet. We have a really good young one coming, uh, but we don't want to put him in a negative situation early in the year um so our varsity kids we're playing without a tight end almost every snap uh we don't have the trap you know we, we run a lot of wheat and hay concepts and we're not running the trap for the first time in about 11 years so uh, we're again adjusting and adapting the system to the kids that we have um and what they can do well are you getting twitchy not not running the trap yeah i know it's a it's a uh, little identity crisis right <laughs> well no it's such a it's such a huge part of that offense that that saying we're yeah, not we're no, not doing is. that means i got to figure out some other things right no and we do and i've got i'm blessed that i've got a really good staff around me that uh has different various experiences with spread power spread and pro pro uh pro i concepts and so we've adapted what we do to fit our kids taken from all of our experiences did you did you guys have the opportunity to go visit someplace this year? I know a lot of a lot of staffs like to go to another place and go to a college, go to wherever. Did you guys have that chance this year? I did. I got to throw out some love to my guy down in Marshall. I know Jerry's going to be upset with me at T High, but um, Jack Alvarez got the Marshall job. My staff and I uh, have been down there multiple times. Um, that's who I was the offense coordinator for at NS. Jack was the head coach, um, so to have my guy in the area, obviously, I think that. Uh, very highly of him, and I took my staff and we visited um, visited them throughout the spring. Now, how does that work? You you just you and your staff show up and you shadow them in a practice, or is it just mostly sitting and watching film with them? How, how does that go down when you spend some time with another staff or another coach? No, Jack, Jack's always going to treat me like family. Uh, just and I, he does that with any staff that ever tried to visit us while we were in us. Uh, we came out there, we walked around on the field during practice, um, meet with coaches in, in in their offices before or after practice. Uh, obviously, we're not coaching their kids, but we're right there, a part of it, to see um, how he's evolved since we separated what seven or eight years ago, eight years ago. Well, I'll tell you what, we appreciate the time today. I know you guys are getting ready. First game on the road. You say you're a little jacked up and ready. Are the kids a little jacked up and ready? I sure hope so. You know, they uh, we talked about so we're riding on 10 to go battle number seven in the state. Um, we've had a really good week. You know, not they, they've done a great job of not letting the weather be a distraction. Uh, they've been inten- intentional with their efforts and their focus um, to be as prepared as we can be to go play anybody. Um, so we're excited about the opportunity uh, to go down there and play a team like that. And our kids are fired up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm ready to see them. I'm, I'm ready to see all the work they've done uh, come to fruition. And, and let's see what else we need to keep working on to get better for the next week for Atlanta. I'll tell you what, we'll give you a couple of weeks. We'll get you back on with us again one Wednesday and see what, uh, see what the update is and, and your summation of the first couple of games, all right? Sounds great, man. Thank you all so Perfect. much for having me on. You bet. Thanks, Coach. That is Brandon Lane. He's the head coach over at Redwater. We'll take a timeout. We're going to come right back. It's 20 minutes until 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor right here on the fan, 107.9.
Hello, this is Sidney Moncrief, former Razorback and NBA player. I know what it means to be strong defensively. You can help your team win. When it comes to COVID-19, your best defense is a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting the vaccine makes you a true team player, helping protect those people around you, especially those at high risk. So when it's your turn, don't miss your shot. I know I didn't. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and U.S. Welcome back. We've got, uh, I don't know, about uh, 44 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock. Trying to be real specific right there. That's about where we are. All right. 44 and a half so gonna break. after 5. Yeah, we should. But we went uh, weird on that last one. And so because you kept arguing during that first segment we went so long. I wasn't arguing. I was pointing out. You were being argumentative. Either the people way. people were trying to speak and you were trying to shout over us. I wasn't shouting over you. Let you were over the people. The people. Uh, Rangers win big today. Big. They're coming on. They're playing all right right now. They're coming on. They're about to make a move. No, no, it's no, too late. They made a move, move right before the All-Star break when they swooned. <laughs> but uh, I will say this. That is, if, if I had a choice to go to an afternoon ball game in one place, it wouldn't be Wrigley. It'd be there in Colorado. I, I went to an afternoon game there years ago. It is a great scene in downtown Denver during the week. Well, and I'm sure it, it is. It, no, it's just a great scene. It's a uh, it's a cool downtown ballpark, uh, but it's not old and dilapidated like Wrigley. And uh, even though they've updated Wrigley significantly, uh, but it's just a very cool area. They've got restaurants, they've got shops, and it's just a cool place to hang out. Uh, on an August day when it was probably like 80 degrees there today. <laughs> Unlike here. It was fine here today. Where it was 82. <laughs> it was fine here today. Humidity was just a little uh, little high. A little high. That's all. Just a little high. All right. You can go to Denver. Denver. It'll be a little high. Yes, you can. A little About a mile high. <laughs> anyway, Rangers win 16-4 to today. That's a- 10 games under five hundred. They could get to. I don't think they're going to get to five hundred. But I tell you what, they could get within if five. They do, Beasley gets a job. Oh no question. Well, I don't. I say that. Let me rephrase. I don't know. You never know with what ownership and and new so GM or operation. Who would you guy. see out there? I don't would be, know. I don't. If this guy brought them to five hundred from where they started a couple weeks ago, you wouldn't give this guy the job. I don't know if Ranger management thinks. Beasley's sexy enough well, to but be the who, guy. Who out there? I don't know. Then, I don't know. Who, why wouldn't you? I know. I'm saying I don't know. I don't know what the connections you're for Chris get. Young is to somebody else out there. I just don't think there's. You're going to get another guy to take the Ranger job that's sexy. You're. You're the. I mean, Joe Madden's. Go, this do is you your, really want Joe Madden. This you want, is your GM chance to hire your guy. Yeah. I don't know that Beasley's Chris Young's guy. That's I don't like think it matters new- if he takes him. If he gets this ball club to 500, 
I think you have to give him the job. I don't think you do. I think it's a huge I, mistake. I, I think they should, but I again, I'm not in Chris Young's head and not knowing if he's got a short list of guys that he wants to set up this operation with as his manager if he's GMing. I don't know that Beasley, Beasley may well be the guy. I'm just saying there may be others that Chris Young has already got a relationship with that in, in his Which mind when the job's open, this is who I'm going to Possible, after. but... I don't see them being all that sexy. You don't know who they are. <laughs> they may be sexy gentlemen. The problem is the sexy guys are getting old and they're losing their sex oh, appeal. Oh, they're not. Look at La Russa. <laughs> Look at La Russa. Let me introduce Exhibit A. <laughs> Bobby Valentine's out there somewhere, isn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's not going to be Exhibit B, is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. No. I was going to go with Madden or Boach or one Oh, of those yeah. Guys. See those guys. Yeah. What's hotter than that? Hiring Joe Madden again? That's your guy. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but big win today. So congratulations. Nice job. Uh, Lenny Dawson passed away today. Yes, 87. Full life. He had a full life. Won the, uh, what was that, Super Bowl four. He did win four. Uh, Super Bowl four. Beating Not, the Vikings. He didn't win four. No, he won number four, beating yeah. the Vikings. Yes. In a big upset, Vikings were heavy favorites that day. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And uh, lost in Super Bowl one, yes. won in Super Bowl four, never got back. Never got back, but he was a part of some uh, really good Kansas City teams. They were very good, and they just uh, got blocked by better teams. Well, he went they to two did. Super Bowls. Uh, we mean, he got blocked. He got blocked. Better teams than the seventies. When Lenny, I think, still had a chance. That they had good teams. Yeah. But Oakland was too good. Miami was too good. Pittsburgh was too good. The but AFC was looked with teams, super teams. All those teams were going periodically. It's not like it was just Pittsburgh. No, right? But I'm saying they were they were blocked by three super teams yeah. in that decade. Well, there were some good teams. I mean, that Jets team had a nice little run that blocked them. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They were good. They couldn't get past some better teams. But they proved... By their winning Super Bowl four, they proved the Jets thing wasn't a fluke. Oh, exactly. That the AFC was as good, or AFL was as good and competitive as they needed to be. I think if I read it right, wasn't he like 11 of 17 in that Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, it's not like they threw the ball no, 50 times. No, no. And, and the other part of that, I, it's, it's funny to see the evolution of this game in this 50 years. I think Lenny Dawson retired with about, what, 28,000 yards passing. Yeah. And he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But he played in two Super Bowls. He won one, lost one. Guys like and, – and, and was considered one of the premier three or four yeah. passers around. LaMonica and Namath. And yeah. I could probably think for a minute, but those were really the guys that were AFL, yeah. predominant passers, but finished with 28,000 yards passing. Staubach doesn't have great numbers no. throwing the football. It's just such an evolution of, of the air attack for pro football. No, you football. can't even compare the no, numbers. No, you can't. Cause you it was a, a rumor-minted game back then. And defense. But now, as I say, they had a great defensive ball club. Yep. And uh, I don't know, when they have three or four guys off that defense in the hall? Lanier is in the hall. Uh, is Emmett uh, Thomas in the hall? I think Emmett is in the hall. I want to think. Did Johnny Robinson get in yep. under the yep. senior committee? Yep. Buck Buchanan was in. 
So that's uh, four. Yeah. So that Bobby was a, Bell. I don't know if he got in. I don't know if Bell should've. ever got in, but he was that type of quality player. I'm probably missing and somebody so, else. Uh, and I can't remember the other corner. They had two good corners because you know they kind of revolutionized that bump and run at the time. Right. And uh, Stram was considered to be one of the great strategists of his day. And so. Uh, no, that was a really good team, and Lynn Dawson was the heart of that yeah. ball club. And, uh, you know, it was fun. I don't know if you remember the Christmas Day game against Miami. Miami. Oh, yeah, the overtime. And uh, the overtime game, it was just uh, – I can still see Podolak left and Podolak right. Returning kicks. Yeah. You, it yeah. probably was the Miami-San Diego game a decade earlier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to me, it was that same kind of game. Two really good teams slugging it out over time. Game one by Yuprim. I mean, it was, it was yeah. a good game. Stenerud and Yuprim, another Hall of Famer, yeah. Jan Stenerud from that same Kansas City team. All right, we got to take this break because I uh, I skipped one earlier, so I got to do this real fast. It's eight minutes till six o'clock. We're going to get this in as quickly as we can. We'll come right back for the real quick wrap up here. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor on the Fan One O Seven Nine. With our RCU's mobile app, you can do your banking from the stands. Need to make a loan payment, transfer funds, or check your balance? It's all right at your fingertips with the RRCU mobile app. While you're there, check out Zogo, the new financial literacy tool that lets you earn rewards and get paid to learn. RRCU members and non-members have access to the Zogo platform at no cost. Download the RRCU app and begin your journey to financial freedom today. RRCU federally insured by NCUA. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What's up with the Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. Alright, back for a quick minute and a half here before we get out. Uh, reminder, Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. Razorback Billy's coming in the day before Ooh, instead of the uh, well, but he's usually the morning of the game. So That's true. I, I like to get the hype master in here on the day of his hype. And Jeez. so uh uh looking forward. He was over at the volleyball game last night. Look forward to hear his uh read on that. And so uh Oh well, there's no negative read on it. It was awesome. Well, for, if you're a Texas High fan, it's certainly. Oh, was. it was awesome either way. Are you kidding me? That's a. It was just a great scene. It was Good awesome scene. either way. Scared me away. Yeah, a lot of kids there. I don't, I don't, I don't want to park and have to walk so far. No, I'm not. I'm not in favor of that either. Yeah, I don't like any of that. But it was an awesome scene anyway. So Billy's in tomorrow. Um, we got a show tomorrow night. We got to remind folks, of course, Arkansas High's on Real Country tomorrow night with uh, Brandon Wells, Matt Riddle. I figured I'd give Brandon the headline this time. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Keith and uh, and Jason Boston will be doing Texas High tomorrow night as well. So you got both sides of the state line, both sides of the town uh, represented. Yes, sir. Well, I got my hand up. I got a question. You got to hurry up. You got Ooh, 10 seconds. Are we doing picks of righteousness tomorrow? Oh. College football started? It's There's just not... a handful of games, but oh, are we yeah. righteous or not? Oh, yeah, we got to be. Glad you said that. Picks of righteousness are yeah. coming back tomorrow. You I'm got more, the music? No, well, it's in there somewhere. I'll, it'll take me about week four to find it. But we'll have it in there again. I got to get our man, uh, what's his name, to cut me a new one. Big E, whatever the heck it is. I got to get him to cut me another one of those. 
Right. Now, of course, he's going to probably charge me the 300 bucks. So get ready to pony up 150 bucks. <laughs> Let's get the copy. I like it. The standard. <laughs> Whatever. All right. We're done for today. Appreciate Brandon Lane hopping on with us. Hopefully, we're back on the radio part of this presentation again tomorrow. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you on the Digi again one more time. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 1079. Enjoy the rest of your uh, Wednesday evening. We'll see you again tomorrow right here. We'll be right back.